This is the AM Hookah Podcast. Here's your host, Matt and Adrian. This is the AM Hookah Podcast. What is up, Midnight Tokers, Afternoon Inhalers, and AM Hookah Smokers? This is the AM Hookah Podcast with me, your humble host, Matt. Joined with me, as always, my uh, my Mario to me, Luigi. <laughs> Adrian, how are you? Mario. How are you doing, my friend? I said uh, Mario to me, Luigi. That's smart man. Yes. You're smart man. I'm not tired at all or anything. You I'm don't look super it. amped up for this podcast. Full of fucking energy. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. Uh, how, how How's everyone doing in the chat today? I think today's going to be a pretty chill episode. We're going to be relaxed. We don't have like this gigantic guest that's going to eat up the room of the show and stuff like that. We've been doing a lot of guests, Adrian, for the past little while. So like, it feels nice to just be able to sit down and chat with you because, believe it or not, uh, me and Adrian do not talk every single day. Uh, only every other day, usually. <laughs> yeah. Not even, yeah. Not even that sometimes. But, um... We're gonna have. I think a, uh, Paul has a pretty good gauge on how often we talk. Actually. Yeah, I would say it's Paul. In public. Yes, ex- Paul. Ex- exactly. Uh, what is up? How's it going, Akeem, the original super fan, Hookah Fiend, Paul? I want to say Akeem has maybe only ever missed one episode. What do you think, Adrian? Has it been like maybe one, one, maybe two episodes? Even the ones where you were here, Akeem was hanging out. So I think it was just maybe one. Maybe two. Akeem, if you've missed more than that, don't correct us because you're getting brownie points. Yeah. Thanks, dude. I'll, I, I think that Akeem has better attendance to this thing than I do, technically. So instead of being the AM Hookah Podcast, maybe it should be the AA Hookah Podcast. It could be Akeem and Adrian. 
because he's doing a better job of showing up than I am. But just joking around, hanging out with you guys, obviously. Want to say hello to Paul as well. I think I already said hi to Paul. Um, we have a fun-filled show with you planned for today because we're going to talk about a couple things. This is going to be kind of one of those things we're going to talk about. Another one of those things we're going to talk about is the Mason Bowl. And I know you may be thinking like, oh, man, you guys have been talking so much about the Mason Bowl. But we have a good reason to. We're going to talk about expensive hookah things, Adrian. How does that excite you? Oh, yeah, I'm good, man. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about some expensive stuff. We are. I'm actually a, uh, I'm more of a, um, I think this would be an interesting conversation because although I do own a few fancy pieces of uh, hookah equipment, like my relics bowls and whatnot, I'm actually, um, I'm more into the utility because I think a lot of the more middle ground stuff works just as good as some of the really expensive, awesome stuff. So I'd like to provide some counterpoints. So I think you're going to have to be the, uh, the bad guy. I'm going to have to be the bad guy here. I, I think I think you'll be the bad guy in the sense that no, you don't have to buy the expensive things. I think I'm going to be a little bit of the bad guy when it comes to yes, spend that money, that hard earned yeah. earned dollar, and buy that stuff. You're going to be the good guy. I think the good guy is what the common man, right? The guy that isn't going to drop too much money on stuff. Um, <laughs> Hukafine thinks that you sound you sound like you're on cloud nine right now, Adrian. That's that's what Hukafine thinks. I'm gonna plead the fifth right quick. <laughs> uh, I, I'm waiting for my charcoal to light up. Still, I'm I'm very frustrated. I didn't quite light them soon enough because I'm using these Get new you charcoal. A charcoal gun. What? Get you a charcoal gun. A char. Oh man, I remember watching the True Hookah King. Do you remember? Anybody remember True Hookah King on YouTube from years ago? Thunder Thunder yeah. <laughs> Yes. And he used to use that thun. He used to use that damn torch all the time to light up his Exotica bamboo finger sticks. Oh, man, those were some good old times back in the day. But um, uh, first and foremost, want to make sure that we're sounding okay, looking all right. If anybody can uh, fill us in what you guys think about that, do we sound okay? Do we look okay? All those things sound crisp and good. Then we're going to move on with the show as usually planned. Let's go ahead and get into what we are smoking. Adrian, my friend, you're using the Adrianator hookah, I can see. But what are you smoking? Adrianator hookah thunder slim hose with the modified Kaya Shisha handle, bambina bowl up top with the Provost. Set to that medium heat setting. Inside, I've got a couple of the Narian cubes that I will be providing some more insight on on my personal channel later. The tobacco is actually just Starbucks vintage tiramisu. Um, I had to go pick some uh, some Naklazag up for a reason that I think most people are privy to at this point. And I picked up some goodies for myself, so I got some tiramisu. Matthew, awesome. what are you smoking? When I eventually start smoking, I'm going to be smoking Sherbetly ice banana uh, strawberry banana ice strawberry banana excited to be smoking that again it's a very good flavor i think my next review on my channel is actually going to be a, a sherbetly flavor i haven't decided if it's going to be sherbetly uh, uh le lychee or if it's going to be on this uh, ice strawberry uh banana but it's going to be one of those two things that's all i can tell you for sure but uh what i wanted to say was oh i'm using some new charcoal actually i know that you're going to be talking about some new charcoal i'm going to be talking about some new charcoal uh, I'm going to be talking about these bad boys right here, the Coco Flare XL. It's Charco Flare, Doug. Charco Flare. What did I say? Did I say Coco Flare? Coco I totally Flare, did. Right. My apologies. Charco oh, Flare. Thank you. You're you're sleepy, and you even caught my mistake on there. If, know your crap. Yeah. If anyone's gonna make a mistake, it's gonna be me for sure. <laughs> uh, you got to check these damn things out, though, man. These are ginormous. Like, I'm not even kidding. I don't even know what to hold them up to to, like, show off their size. Like, that's a grommet that it's next to. 
Like, these things are ginormous. I know it would make way more sense to hold up, like, charcoal to them, but I don't have any charcoal, like, near me. So that's why I picked up a grommet, because for some reason I have that near me. But, yeah, these things are, they're, they, they, on the box, they say that they're 27 by 27, yeah, 27 by 27 by 27. They are absolutely ginormous. Uh, this is the box that they come in, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to be smoking with them. You're going to be seeing me smoke with them for the first time. Tell me if you've ever had this problem before, Adrian, because I'm lighting these up, right? And after my my my, uh, my hot pad gets so hot, it turns itself off, you know? It takes yeah. me so long to light cubes sometimes because it'll get so hot, then I'll have to flip them, and then they'll, it'll just turn off and I have to wait for it to light back up to get going. Do you ever have that problem with your with cubes at all? Nah, nah, my uh, burners that I get are not FDA approved, I don't think. I'm pretty sure they make them like somewhere they're not supposed to because those things just get super hot. So I can light the uh, Narian cubes in about eight minutes, but I'm pretty sure a lot of burners can't. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I am, I'm waiting a, a very long time for my cubes to get lit up. But, uh, when I, but I'm excited to try them out and I'm also excited to smoke more of this flavor, obviously. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, going just back to the show, obviously, I, I wanted to ask you, you said you're smoking some Starbuzz Vintage Tiramisu. I'm a, I'm a pretty big fan of that tiramisu, not because it tastes like the cake, but because it tastes like mocha coffee. Yes, okay. uh, I, it totally it, does. Pure mocha coffee. I don't taste any. Have you ever had tiramisu before? I've, uh, yeah, at Dearborn, they're into uh, all kinds of sweets over here, and tiramisu is one of them. So. Very cool. But yeah, it's just, it's just mocha coffee. It's very good. Nothing wrong with it. Have you been smoking anything else exciting that you wanted to share with us? Oh, boy. Uh, karma. Um, a lot of karma. I've got some stuff coming out on karma. Um, other than that, it's just been a lot of uh, testing out different products. I've got some non-tobacco reviews coming out. Um, so I've been doing some testing on coals, screwing around with uh, a few new hoses, actually. But nothing crazy. Just kind of uh, smoking the usual. A Fokker double apple. Very, very nice. Uh, I'm finally going to start smoking. I've been, I, I hate it when I'm not smoking because I get jealous of watching other people smoke and stuff. So I'm, I'm happy that I'm going to let it heat up for just a minute. Then we'll start going. I got two of these cocoa. I don't know why I keep saying cocoa. I apologize. Charco Flare. Got to get that in my head. It's like it's like a Badia all over again. Charco Flare XL Cubes. I got two of them going in the Provost. I'm going to start smoking here in just a little while. Uh, I have been smoking some Alwaha and Sherbetli. That's what I've been smoking a lot of. Do you have any experience with Alwaha or Sherbetli? Uh, not so much Sherbetli. Okay. I've, I've got a ton of Alwaha. I've been enjoying... I don't really like the performance of the tobacco itself, but they've got some super interesting flavors. Yes. Um, so I've, been, I've just been packing it into a rook bowl, putting a lotus on it, and letting whoever I'm smoking with smoke on that and let me try it. It's been pretty good. Um, my only issue with Alwaha is like performance, how long it goes for. So I've been doing stuff like mixing it with uh, Azur and uh, Karma and stuff like that to get the flavor profiles, mm -hmm. but kind of steal a little bit of the performance from some of the higher performing tobaccos. Question. Is it true that Karma has the best cherry? Or no, it, yeah, is it cherry, right? That's what they're supposed they to have, have the best. They have one of the best cherries. Okay. They also have a double apple that comes across like a apple juice with a little bit of green apple. The anise is actually very much on the back end. Huh. So if you're if you're someone who's always like, why doesn't double apple have apple in it? Uh, go check Karma's double apple. It's, it's really pretty good. So is their mint and their lemon mint as well is very good. Oh, you are the only person. I, you are the authority on lemon mint. 
That is that is the truth. Uh, if I ever <laughs> if I ever have a question about lemon mint, you're the only person that I'll ever ask about that. I've been enjoying Awaha for a long time. Obviously, I know that I've been talking about them since you know when we first started doing the show and everything. It's kind of exciting that so many people right now in the community are smoking. What's up, Zach from Strictly Shisha? He just showed up right now. We appreciate you stopping by. But a lot of people have been talking about Awaha a lot recently. Uh, I think there's been a lot of people in the community that have been able to try them for the first time, and I have been enjoying. Uh, Awaha for a real long time. I think they have some really good flavors. I agree with you on performance. It may not be uh, top notch or at the very pinnacle, but for me and my smoking habits, they're usually pretty good. Though I will say that 45 minutes sometimes is not enough for me. I would rather go that full hour, hour and a half time frame and stuff. So mixing it, I do think, is an absolutely great idea. The Sherbetly stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, when it comes to tobacco, uh, I only start to complain when my coals last longer than my tobacco. Yes. So, so that's why I do have a little bit of an issue with Awaha sometimes. The flavor just tends to die out. And I think it's more the tobacco they use. The tobacco's the cut's not great and it looks it's wash yes. like alfacker it looks like. It's very translucent. It's 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 an interesting cut. I will say this. I decided to visit after your recommendations. Decided to visit what? Is he commenting on something that you, you recommended him, I'm guessing? Probably Awaha. Oh, okay. Um yeah, I can see where that thought train must have come from. Okay, so um, I do like that their cut is very good in the 200 grams, though I will say these 50-gram boxes, as people have pointed out, not the most consistent. I've definitely noticed that as well. I prefer the 200-gram uh, 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 tub of it. It works a lot better. Uh, but yeah, some definitely awesome flavors. If you guys have tried Awaha in the chat, please let us know what stuff you've tried. Expensive hookahs. That was a waste of money for me. Was the Lavu Exo Glass Hookah? We'll talk about that shortly, Paul. You're jumping the gun over here. What are you guys smoking? Hookah Fiend is already sharing with everyone what they are smoking. Uh, smoking uh, Absolute Zero and AF Rose, a mint and oh, rose. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, are we going into a Kid Rock song right now? That's what it, that's what it feels I like. So. Or a Limp Biscuit song. Up, Chris? Uh, yes, Chris just showed up as well. Thank you so much for joining us. Obviously, me and Adrian, we showed up on the last thing that Chris just did, the uh, the classroom that he does over at Hookah University, and we had a pretty good time chit-chatting about all sorts of reviewer talk. That was a pretty good time. Did you enjoy yourself, Adrian? Oh, anytime I get to bicker with Travis Leader is a good day. Yeah, that I like, was... Uh, I like getting into lighthearted arguments with him. It's good fun. He's good to uh, debate, talk, chat with. Um, you know, it's one of the big things that I really enjoy about the uh, community that we have in the hookah world is that you're able to have these conversations with people that you don't get to talk to every single day. In my in my little you know group of friends, and I, I think you feel the same way. We're the hookah people, right? Like, if we want to have like some sort of like actual conversation, we don't talk to the immediate people around us. We go to the internet and we talk to people on Facebook and on the forums and stuff. So it's nice to be able to even on these like grand scale sort of like uh, classroom things that Chris is doing for the Hoop University to talk to people like that I thought was a was an absolutely wonderful time but um yeah let's go ahead and move on with the show a little bit more obviously uh if you guys are smoking please let us know always appreciate it absolute zero I believe that is social smoke absolute zero does anybody else make an absolute zero or is I'm so not really sure I think so I think that's social smoke please let us know uh, what brand of that absolute zero you are smoking um and then, yeah, so new reviews. I don't have anything to talk about. I was really disappointed with myself. Over the weekend, I wanted to have a new review drop so that I was able to talk about something right here, but I was unable to. You had a new video go up when we were done with the show last week, but do you have anything else coming up off the uh, pipeline here anytime soon? Uh, other than the track. Whoa. 
I think that was my electricity. I apologize. Oh, what's up? No, I can hear myself through your... It went away. Oh. Okay, cool. That was scary. Um, no, I've got the uh, Alphaca Triforce review that went up. This week, I've got Ugly Island Mama and the Prestige uh, Jumbo Flat review. Those are both going up. Um, I think that's it for this week in reviews, though. A little bit light. A little bit light? Nothing... <laughs> this this flavor is so sweet, Adrian, that it's not that it's like taking my breath away because it's bad. It's taking my breath away because it's so powerful and sweet. I kid you not. This ice strawberry uh, strawberry banana is crazy good. I really, really enjoy it. It'll probably be my next review if I had to say something. I'm excited to hear your thoughts on Prestige. Uh, that's a review that I really enjoyed making myself, so I'm always interested to hear your opinion when we both have experienced something together. Obviously, we have talked about it off and on, but I always like seeing what your actual videos and what your thoughts are in that kind of way. Um, we do have somebody that said something about this is social smoke that makes absolute zero. I believe, yes, I, I, that's what I thought it was as well. Gus is here as well. Thank you so much for joining. My girlfriend calls us hookers. That's that's what our that's what hookah people are called. We're called hookers, I guess. I don't know. I don't know why that that's a thing, but it is. Um, moving on. I like to think of myself as a hooker from time to time. Yeah. Okay. I, I I'll won't do anything for money. I won't comment on that. I won't. I won't. Well, you won't review for money though. No, I'm kidding. That's that, not not not, <laughs> not the debate. Not the debate for this. Not the debate for this. Just a joke. It's just, not time. Just a joke. Just a joke. Okay. So. Um, yeah, so there's nothing new when it comes to doing reviews and stuff like that, sadly. Uh, I, I do want to get some Sherbetly out there. You have some stuff coming uh, down through the pipeline as well, which is exciting as always. But let's go ahead and get into a little bit of news. Um, I guess the only bit of news topic is these charcoal flare. I, I don't I don't have any other hookah news, actually. I didn't look I didn't look up a whole bunch of stuff. Did you notice if there's any sort of news-related items going on? How about people the, the in biggest, the chat? The, the biggest thing people are talking about right now is the Starbus Carbine. Because they hit the American market with a bang. What? I know there's a lot of lounges. Like I've got some lounges out here that are trading their Starbucks regular old Atlanta shorts. They're, I have some lounges that use those almost exclusively. They're actually just getting like fleets of carbines. Do we want to talk which, about um, the carbine a little bit? Honestly, um, we, we could. But without having one, I, I don't know that I can comment on it. I do know that Tommy is doing a live video review on THL of one tonight. And then I'm actually editing a full review for him to go up on the THL YouTube page. Oh, very later. cool. But more on that later. Very, very cool news about that. Um, I agree. I really want to talk about the carbine. Uh, strictly, uh, Zach, if you have a carbine and you'd like to drop some very, very slight uh, thoughts on it, I'd love to hear what you have to say about it if you're still around. Moyes, a good friend of ours, he's not around at the moment, I don't think. He has a carbine. He got one, actually. I don't know if you saw that or not, Adrian. But... Um, I want to know what he thinks about it. I know that he's not a big fan of the look like the majority of people. I don't want to say the majority because it feels like this is what I want to talk about the carbine, okay? Do you – do? I thought that we were kind of like in agreement that we don't like the look of it. But it seems like there's more and more people that dig the look than what I originally expected. Is, is that the feeling that you're getting at all? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Are you, you're not a fan of the look though. Am I correct in that? Absolutely not. Yeah, same here. I'm not a big That's, fan of it. Without touching it, I can't go too into, in, deep into it other than I don't like the way it looks, and I think it's going to be one of the best hookahs for camping. Those are the two things I can say about <laughs> There you go. I've seen a lot of – I saw one post that made me laugh real heavy. They said that it looked like it was designed by Nerf. Thank you. I thought that yeah, was absolutely exactly. great. I thought that was hilarious. But, uh, yeah, if anybody has one or would like to say something about it, please. So the Starbucks shop out in – I think it's like Utica. 
or where's the Starbucks shop? It's near Utica. They have them in now, and I'm pretty sure that Exhale is actually scooping some up, uh, just a few. But I also know that the uh, Blow Hookah Lounge out in Utica just picks them up. So go go look for those guys if you want to smoke up one. Zach actually said that his got delayed in the mail, so he does not have his yet. Zach, I'm feeling your 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 trouble because. Adrian, do you know what I have coming to me in the mail right now? And I was so angry that it didn't show up today. What's that? I have a like smoke hookah on its way to me right now. Oh, boy. My dream hookah is on its way to me at this exact moment, and there's nothing really? I can do about the it, Adrian. The like smoke hookah is your dream hookah. Well, I mean, it's not its not like the dream hookah, but it's one of my dream hookahs. I love the look of that, that light and dark wood combination that they have, and that's the one that I got from uh, Hookah John, actually. He finally started selling them by themselves, and then he actually slashed the price of them as well because he said they weren't selling to expectations. And I appreciate the fact that he wasn't trying to hold it out to an extent that it was unreachable but he did decide like you know what if it's not going to sell we're going to keep dropping until it starts to sell and the price got good for me so i picked myself up a like smokuka it's just the stem obviously not the boho base i cannot wait for it to get here oh man it's taking so long uh what is his name bopper man the bopper man has just commented he says i love the look of the carbine had to pick one up myself but i can see how others may not like it since it since it isn't con con conventional since it isn't conventional um, my problem isn't that it's not conventional, right? Like, my problem is it looks like this weird military thing. Maybe it is that it's not conventional. Maybe that's what it is, and I just don't know. I just don't know. I don't know. What do you think? What What is... I don't, I don't know. Uh, we don't need to talk about the look of it for a half hour, obviously. Uh, are you smoking out of it, Bopperman? Have you tried it yet, Bopperman? Please let us know. The The world is waiting for Bopperman's voice on this. Let us hear, Bopperman. <laughs> I don't know why I like saying your name so much. Uh... Strictly, she says you 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 pulled the trigger on John when he lowered the price. Uh, when he lowered the price, I was thinking about yeah. As soon as I saw that 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 price drop, I was like, mine. I begged my wife. I asked her nicely. She said yes. And now I'm just waiting for it to arrive. I cannot wait for it to get here. Uh, yes, I'm I'm All very right. excited. Why am I hearing my voice come back to me? You're hearing your voice come back to you right now. Are we yes. getting are we getting some echo? Do you have your volume on your YouTube playing by chance by accident? That no, I would hear your voice twice. Oh, you would. Me. Can you hear my voice? I don't know what's going on. No, I, can, I can hear you fine. I don't know. It's done now. It keeps <laughs> happening. It's very strange. It's it's Let's electronics. Let's talk about stuff that we came here to talk about. Let's do I, that. Actually, that's Let's, what I'm interested in. Let's talk about some expensive hookah stuff. Right. Actually, uh, so the 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 topic of today's show is things that are expensive. I actually have some pictures that I'm going to be showing right now on the screen. Uh, Adrian's not going to be able to see it until it happens on the YouTube, obviously. But I have some pictures of some of the world's most expensive hookahs. I'm sure you've seen that video on YouTube, right, about the world's most expensive shisha. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. What is it called? It's called the DeVille? DeVall? Some shit like that. It's like, it looks like one of those, like, $30 hookahs you get, those, like, what, those, like, tall tanks. But it, um, <laughs> it's like a five-figure hookah. Yeah, it's... Like, crazy expensive. It's $32,000, actually. So when you eventually get this picture shown up on your uh, image, when you can see it, I have a picture underneath you of the Devel, the Deval hookah, and it has a bunch of the different stuff that's going on with it, uh, some different like attachments and like different looks to it and stuff like that. They look kind of nice. These these I've never seen this version of this hookah before. Some of them look nice, not thirty thousand dollars nice or three thousand no. dollars, yeah, thirty thousand dollars nice. And then the one directly under me. Have you ever seen this hookah before? 
No, I don't even know what that is. I've never seen it either, but when I was looking up some hookahs, I saw this one. It's a Porsche hookah. I don't know if it's made by Porsche, the car company. No, I think that is the case. I think I was. I heard some people talk about this, and I think it's actually made by Porsche, the people who make Porsches. Okay. Well, it's called the is... Porsche 2.0. It's a pretty nice-looking hookah. Can you guess the price on that, Adrian? Uh, it's a Porsche. I don't know. Uh, it's a 15K. No, not quite that much. It's one. It's 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 in the thousands, just the pure thousands of, of dollars. Four thousand dollars. Close. It's two, two thousand dollars, and this beautiful hookah can be all yours, Adrian. If you just want to drop that, you're a reviewer, Adrian. It is uh -huh. your commitment to do something to show the people how good this hookah is. Get that out of here. <laughs> no, I can't convince you. No, not a, not a chance. Okay, I think it looks kind of interesting. These are two of the most expensive hookahs that I've ever seen. I thought it was kind of interesting, obviously. Um, I thought it would be a fun conversation to talk about just expensive things in the world of hookah. Uh, I, I have a couple questions so we can drive the topic a little bit. If you guys have some questions as well, please let us know what your guys' questions are. Uh, let's see. Some people are actually dropping a couple things in the chat. The Carbine is probably a great hookah, but there's 15 others that I want way more than that one. I've held the Porsche-designed hookah. That is what Zach just said from Strictly Shisha. Have you smoked out of it? Did you smoke the Porsche hookah? That's what I'd also like to hear. And what did you think of it, Zach? Uh, what, how was that Porsche hookah in your hands? Uh, high quality, but looks gimmicky and hella overpriced. I don't doubt that is all. How much is the price drop on the hookah? I'm going to wait for Matt's review before I get before I get it. it uh, it's dropped down to $170, and then he has a 15% discount. So it was like $165 with uh, $12 shipping. So I thought it was a good price with that. I couldn't complain. I was more than happy to pick it up. Uh, mm -hmm. it, there's one on display in the Vietrini, I don't know, Venetrian Hotel in Vegas. So we're going to have to check that out when we go to Vegas, Adrian. The Porsche Hookah is, I guess, demonstrated there, which is kind of cool. So let's go ahead and get into some of the topics that we have. What makes something overdoing it, Adrian? I want to hear your thoughts on this. What makes something overdoing it when it comes to the world of hookah? That's kind of a, uh, that's a bit of a vague question. Um, but I think that price is one of the first places you can go. Okay. Because when you think about, like, let's just talk about hookahs for a second. What a hookah really does. Um, I think that after you hit that, like, 150 to $200 price point, you start to get less and less hookah per dollar. You go past that point. Um, so, so I think that all these crazy, like, the Porsche hookah we're looking at right here is just, like, this thing where you're buying it for the brand or something. And I think that's extra. That's just, like, very extra to me. It's insanely expensive. Um, but things that are unnecessary mostly, like for instance, the Phoenix, um, I know we've talked about the Phoenix in the past, but that is a $60 us made, uh, HMD. And I get that it's cut out of a solid chunk of uh, 6061, uh, aluminum. You have that thing right there, but for 60 bucks, um, it's just very extra. It doesn't perform better than the Lotus. So it's just one of those things that people who collect, they're probably going to pick it up. But, um, other than that, I can't see a good, you don't need one. Yeah. Like when you're overdoing it. Typically, when I look at a piece of merchandise in the hookah industry, if I'm going to look at it as something that's being overdone, um, it's probably something that no one needs. No one's going to miss out on their entire uh, career of smoking hookah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I think that's definitely the biggest thing is when it's not needed, then it's overdoing it. Uh, now, that's there's nothing wrong with overdoing it. I think that's the first thing that I kind of wanted to say about this is that the, the issue is not that they're overdoing it and it's not worth it. It's sometimes that if they're overdoing it and there's just not a need or a reason to get it, but that doesn't mean that you don't want to get it, right? Like when it came right. to the Phoenix, one of my big key points in the review that I did for it was, no, you don't need to have this. Yes, I would recommend getting a provost before you ever pick this up. But I know that the mentality of us hookah smokers very often are are collectors at heart, right? Like I love to collect different hookahs, different bowls, different things of all sorts of kinds. So to me, collecting this was a part of like the interest that I had within it. Uh, the same thing can be said about the Mason bowls, right? I mean, when it comes to either the Helix, the Grand Onyx, or the regular Onyx, those are not a necessity by any stretch of the imagination. Even though I think you could raise a small point for the Onyx being something that is necessity uh, in the grand scheme of getting like a really nice bowl, right? Like once, once you get your first really nice thing, that's when you start wanting to collect things, right? Yeah. I mean, for it, really nice things, it's kind of a, uh, a subjective topic. For instance, I remember when I got my first funnel bowl that wasn't made by some Chinese company and wasn't hollow. Like my first funnel <laughs> bowl was a Goodfellow V3. And to me, that was like a nice piece of merchandise it's like it's a 20 dollar bowl which i'd never spent on a bowl up to that point and as soon as i got that and realized how well it performs i was like maybe i should get some more of these funnels that everyone keeps telling me about and now i have over 30 of them so when you do the math on that that's actually a lot of money in clay the interesting thing is that when you first start buying things, everything seems kind of expensive, right? Everything is kind of like an, an upper value dollar. You know, when you get your first $20 hose, $20 bowl, uh, you know, an HMD and stuff, these things, the, the upfront cost to them is kind of an expensive first purchase buy type cost. But they are there is necessity in getting good uh good quality products and once you get a good quality product then you're kind of more willing i think to drop more money on a product don't you think absolutely i mean when i first bought my when i bought my first funnel bowl i was like man 20 bucks for a bowl because i didn't know you know the best thing i had smoked on up to that point is an egyptian clay bowl which by the way is like the only bowl you actually need um if you have an egyptian clay bowl you can probably have really good sessions the entire time without ever spending over five dollars for a bowl oh yeah but when i got my first funnel bowl all of a sudden twenty dollars didn't seem that steep for the change in uh quality of session that you get out of a really nice funnel bowl especially when you're going to move towards something like starbucks vintage uh trifecta dark or tangiers Tangier, those yeah. really overperform in funnel bowls so all of a sudden your twenty dollars doesn't seem like that higher price yeah there are things that cost a lot of money not only because they're quote-unquote overdoing it but there are things that cost a lot of money like import fees and stuff like that like we're seeing a lot of migs get into the local american market and other, and other uh, russian hookahs and stuff and sometimes the cost is actually kind of inflated a little bit because of the cost to actually bring it over to the u.s market which is a little bit different when it comes to like expensive things because there's reason to it, right? Um, a MIG. I don't think I could ever see myself dropping that price, but it does lead into the next thing. Uh, my next little like topic part is dream stuff. I would say a MIG is one of my dream hookahs. I would love to one day get a MIG hookah. What about yourself? MIGs are great. What's nice about MIGs is they do get very, very expensive, but there are also entry-level MIGs that are a more reasonable price. Um, but the weight of a MIG, is really it's really appealing to me. Uh, I don't think that this is necessarily the case, but in my mind, when I pick something up that's much heavier, 
um, than other things of its size. I'm like, oh, this is quality. This <laughs> yeah. is heavy, therefore it's high quality. Yeah, I, um, I think we all kind of think like, that. <laughs> even though aluminum is typically a better material to make things out of than stainless steel, stainless steel is heavier, so it feels more quality a lot of the time. Yeah, when you pick an object up and it's heavy, you're instantly thinking like, oh, this must be what a quality product feels like. That's just kind of like your basis yeah. of what something nice is, is is based upon the weight of, a, of something, obviously. Um, is there any dream stuff in the hookah world that you've ever like considered getting, but it's just that price is too high for you that you don't want to spend it? Yeah, kind of, uh, to an extent. Like stone bowls, right now I'm just not ready to buy a stone bowl, even though I know I really like a stone bowl. Yeah. Um, right now my relics bowl is kind of holding me over pretty well. Um, that's a pretty high-quality bowl that I got for a really good price. If you can get your hands on one, I would highly recommend you do so. Yeah. Um, but there's like a few off-the-wall objects I'd really like, like a hookah table, like those Sheikah hookah tables. Those are really cool. And a lot of the time I do have like three or four hookahs going when I have the guys over. So something like that would be really neat. Yeah, uh, Brecken just said it worth its weight, worth its weight in gold is the saying, and I think that translates a lot of times. Uh, well, not all the time, but occasionally, you do want something that has a good weight to it. Obviously, um, when it comes like stone bowl is like a really good example in my opinion because I don't want to drop the cash to buy a stone bowl, but I would, I, I definitely want to get one one day in my collection. That's like a birthday gift in my opinion that I want to either get for myself or beg my wife to get me or something because I think it's really cool. Um, I think, uh, let's see, Brecken says those Cali something hookahs. Have you, have you seen those Cali hookahs? I know what he's talking about. Yeah, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. There's also like the um, B2 but... hookahs. Have you seen the B2 precision cut hookahs? Mm -hmm. Yeah, a few of the local guys have them. Wow. And I'm, I'm really into the B2 hookahs. Uh, they look good. They're probably right up there in the top three American-made hookahs that we have in this industry. Um, unfortunately, I shouldn't say unfortunately. Um, it's, it's good to think about things from a world perspective as opposed to a USA-made perspective because <laughs> I like a lot of the foreign stuff. But with all these Russian hookahs kind of invading, we're like in the middle of the Russian invasion. Mm -hmm. um, I really enjoy some of the stuff that's been brought in, including but not limited to the Alpha. Those look awesome. The like smokes, a lot of people are digging on those, the matte pairs. Like everyone has a matte pair now. Yeah. Most people don't even know that this hookah, the um, Aviator, it's made by art. This is a Russian pipe. Yeah. A lot of people uh, don't know that. They think it's American because it's uh, it was pushed really hard in the American market. Yeah, uh, Hookah John was, I think, one of the very first people to ever really start carrying the art hookahs and really push them. And I know a lot of people have gotten the art the the aviator hookahs and stuff like that. There have been some matte pairs are everywhere nowadays. It's kind of crazy to think about the the um, matte pairs as being these exotic hookahs because we do see them so prevalently in the U.S. market nowadays. Actually, um, Regals are another really good one. Uh, custom Regals, especially, they can really come up in price pretty quickly and stuff. There's also the Al Jamal hookahs, which are expensive. Syrian hookahs, if you want to get yourself something that's hard to get. Those things come into the rare category of stuff, right? Like their price are being brought up because of the fact that it's a, a hard-to-find, hard-to-get piece for a collection. We don't see the Syrian hookahs anymore. So there's something that we don't, we don't see as often. So it's something kind of interesting in that regard. I think that... Uh, I think that seeing things like that are, are also really interesting. Uh, I think a Syrian would be one of my dream hookahs as well. Um, we already kind of touched on this a little bit. Like, what do you need and what do you want? Which is two different things. For me, a really good indication of that would be like the Moses hose, right? I know you love your Moe's hose, obviously. I want a Moe's hose. You were lucky enough to get one in a gift, if gift exchange, which is super cool, obviously. Um, yeah. 
I don't need that that hose by any stretch of the imagination, but gosh dang, do I want one of those hoses. I want a Tennessee Titans custom hookah hose. Uh, maybe to go with my like smoke hookah. How would blue <laughs> look with that like smoke? Would that work? Uh, I think it would just, I mean, they're two high quality pieces of merchandise. They might not look aesthetically perfect together, but it's just so much like raw money in your setup <laughs> that i don't think anyone's gonna say shit about it so. no they better not that's damn sure uh I, I think that that'd be pretty cool but that's what i think of when it comes to stuff that you don't need but you want would be something like the moses hose um what are, i mean the mason bowl obviously fits in that category as well there's a lot of hookahs that fit in that category um is price the only factor do you think when it comes to something being overpriced what like is there that fear of something being overhyped which is kind of like in that same kind of category that happens a lot. I feel like products are overhyped a lot of the time. Like in this, uh, going back to Facebook groups, um, a lot of the American Facebook groups, anytime a new product comes out, there's this like insane amount of hype around it. The second anyone gets their hands on it or someone can start talking about it, it gets hyped up. And at the end of the day, most like most bowls perform pretty similarly to most other bowls. Uh, most coals, um, I've said this before, coals, I don't want to think about coals. Like people are talking about all these sweet yeah. coals and it's like, great, but that's the last thing I want to think about. Like if a coal doesn't perform, I don't even revisit it because there's so many options around. But as far as hype goes, um, I don't know if that goes into a product being extra or a product being... Um, I would say there's one. Item. There's one that I can think of personally, and that'd be dark side tobacco. Dark side tobacco, which is expensive because it has to be imported and it's even hard to get in the U.S. market. You really can't, to my understanding. It's very, very difficult to get your hands on some dark side tobacco, but that's obviously very hyped up. I don't know if it's living up to the hype necessarily. I know people that have it do like it, but it is expensive and it is hyped up and it is something that I think that if you were to get it and it didn't live up to your expectations, you could view a product like that as being overly expensive. So I think hype can play a small What's it, like role. like 50 bucks for like 100 grams of it? It's pretty, exp yeah, it's or pretty crazy. Insane number like that, yeah. Hype products, this is from uh, Gus actually in the in the chat. He says, hype products in turn make the rounds on the hookah review channels. So I end up sharing several different takes on the same rig or flavors sometimes for several months. So hype is something that we see pretty, like you were saying as well, pretty regularly in this in this uh, community of stuff, right? Like we see it pretty often, uh, either the same sort of item being talked about a lot or, or just different things like that. Um, I, I think that, we as reviewers have a have a role to play in that a little bit, and I think that we try our best not to overhype products. I try to obviously, but sometimes when you're excited about a product, it's it's easy to overhype a product a little bit. Um, Absolutely. If money was no object, if money was no object, and this is, I mean, I know that some of these questions are kind of feeling the same and stuff like that, so I apologize for how I I kind of phrased this whole topic to be met out and stuff. But if money was no object, like what are some of the products that you would love to to get in your collection, like? What are some of the things like a Grand Onyx, right? Like it's an expensive bowl, so I think it's it, it, it's a small stepping stone away from wanting to get something like that. But uh, would you get it if the, if money was no object? Uh, yeah, I'm probably gonna get one anyway. I'd like to put out a review on it. Um, but yeah, I think like it really just comes down to price point most of the time because if money is not an object. You can just get whatever you want just to try it or just to have it. Yeah. Right. So, so th that's where the issue in this topic kind of comes up a little bit because really the king is just the dollar you're paying for the value that you're actually getting. Yes. Um, which is why I think it always comes back to everyone talks about different bowls, different hookahs, 
And it's like, all right, like if you want to have a really good session, get a Sheikah, you know, get get a regular Sheikah base. Go get like some get, get a Thunder Slim Hose or no, even better, a Thunder Dark Hose. Get an alpaca bowl and buy some coals and your favorite tobacco. And at that point, you're at like ninety percent good <laughs> session. Like yes. you're already like almost as good a session as you're ever gonna have. Yes. Anything you buy after that point is like really just taking jabs at like one and two percent increments of a uh, session increase. So uh, my next question to you is how do you make a choice to buy something? Uh, you know, when it came to the like smoke hookah, I kind of had this price in my head of what I was willing to spend on the like smoke hookah. And I had something like very keen in my head. I was like, I don't want to spend over $200. I would like to spend under $170 and all that kind of stuff. So like when it finally dropped to that price point that I really wanted to get myself, like how do you make your decisions on when you're ready to buy a product? When was the last time you purchased a new hookah? Something of, of, of large price. It has been a minute since I purchased a new hookah. I think my most recent hookah purchase was actually <laughs> the Aviator. I think it was the Aviator. Uh, being a reviewer, a lot of people want to send you product a lot of the time. Um, I've rejected a few stems just because I, I know what I was going to say about them. Um, but like the Initiate, I actually didn't pay for the Initiate. I didn't pay for my Cloud Micro. Um, I bought the Starbuzz Atlantis. I bought the Initiate. I bought my KMs. Um, and I've got a few weird hookahs sitting around the house, like some Mayas and stuff that I've got for different applications. But the last time I bought a pipe was probably like eight months ago or something crazy like that. Is there a hookah that's on the market today that you want to buy? I mean, have you been eyeballing any stuff that you're willing to, to drop the dollar for? I need to get a Sheikah. Um, I think Sheikahs are great. I've smoked out of a few Sheikahs. I really want to get an anchor tray because that tray is point. like four pounds. Yeah. Um, and that is kind of, I guess you could see it as a luxury item because that's like a $40 tray, um, but it's heavy. So I really like it. But as far as like nicer hookahs, I really want to get my hands on an alpha. Yes. Those look really good. I wanted a matte pair until everyone got a matte pair. Now I'm like, all right, I'll just go smoke someone else's matte pair. Um, that's not going to be a big deal. And then I think I'd like to pick up a B2 a wuka a regal you know all the stuff people kind of already have man we haven't talked about wuka in a long time i feel wuka kind of fell out of good graces for a little while there it felt like um but i do agree wukas man they look really nice a lot of especially the vases right like the crystal vases that they do on the wukas just look so sexy um j-rock has a question in the chat he says has anybody been paying attention to the brand pharaoh hookahs because they dropped the stem under a hundred dollars that looks really nice uh pharaoh's been around for a really long time I had experience with their tobacco and was not happy by any stretch of the imagination. I do have a Pharaoh's. It's called a, a Hydra Bowl, and it's this bizarre. I saw your review on that. It's so weird. The bowl is just bizarre. I haven't used it in a very long time. It's just kind of different and stuff like that. It's, it's pretty bizarre. But it's definitely interesting, um, to say the least. But uh, I have not really paid attention to Pharaoh hookahs at all. Do you, do you have any knowledge of Pharaoh hookahs, Adrian? No, and I think a big part of that's because the community of enthusiasts kind of control what you get to know about and what's good. Um, so if people aren't talking about Pharaohs, it's hard to kind of get that knowledge. Gage. But I will look into that because a decent stem under 100 bucks is never a bad thing if you're a collector. Yes, I, I do agree with that. It, it's easy to build up a collection of stems especially. Um, I'm wondering what I'm going to put this light smoke on. I have some ideas, but I, I'm waiting for it to get in to see exactly how big the stem port is so I know what I can put on it. Because I have some, some bases that I would like to use for it. I just hope that I can. Um, bases? Yeah. That's a topic. Oh, boy, yeah. Bohos. Like, let's, let's take a second to talk about $100 bases. 
literally the thing that impacts your <laughs> session the least. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I, when it comes to vases, for me personally, I just like a clear vase. It you know it doesn't have to be fancy or expensive or anything different about it, honestly, because I like seeing Hukajan always term this 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 phrase, and I always really liked it: the transition of water into smoke. I always liked the way that sounded, yeah. and I like clear vases for that reason. The vases that I, I I have are are clear vases for the most part, except for some of the color ones that I have, obviously. But I prefer a clear vase for that reason. And when it comes to the price of it, though, I do see the necessity to spend money on a nice looking vase because of the materials or the artsmanship that are put into them. I don't see the the need to to spend that kind of money. Yeah, the the thing about the bovos is I get that they're made of crystal, um, so that's cool. But at the end of the day, a lot of these bohos share similar shapes with other bases that are made by Egyptian brands and stuff like that. Um, the, what do you call them? The um, bell bases. Sahara smoke bases. Okay, they yeah. look really good. But you've got bells, you've got genies, you've got jumbos, you've got all, all the different shapes of bases that basically all come in the, um, the, what do you call it? The boho variety. Yeah. And when you're buying a boho, it's almost purely aesthetic. Because if you're going to, the way you break bases, is by dropping them and if you drop a boho from like waist height onto a hard <laughs> surface i don't care what it's made of no it's gonna shatter yeah and i'd rather be down 25 dollars instead of 100 um i think that bohos look really nice and i'd probably get one for myself if i got a really nice pipe but i just wanted to talk about that for a second cause i think that's the perfect example of a product that might be extra i keep using that word but that's what it really is like yeah. this base is made by a brand called 360. They make very bad hookah tobacco. Um, they're a very bad brand. They don't make anything good. However, this base matches my setup. It's red. It's $15. It's red. And um, it's, it's red. It's red gold. And I got a black base protector. And oh, look, it's red gold black. Aesthetic. Look at you, go. Um, and I don't want a boho on my $80 hookah. So, like, if you're buying, like, $80 stems and $100 bases, I think you need to reevaluate where you're putting your money. I, I thought this would be a good way to end this conversation a little bit. It's called Top Dollar, What Are You Willing to Pay? So, I'm going to name a product. You're going to say the top dollar that you're willing to pay, and then we'll kind of go from there. Does that make sense? Okay. Okay, so when it comes to a bowl, what is your top dollar for a bowl that you're willing to pay? Do you, I mean, I understand are, that you're willing to get... Are we talking get, median? What? Like... Are we talking like median? Yeah, talking yeah. Like the most I would ever pay ever. Like an average price, yeah. Because I know that you're willing to get a Grand Onyx because you want to do a review, so you're willing to drop the hundred dollars for it. But what is the average price that you'd be willing to actually pay for a bull? What what what, what price are you, you think is fair to pay for a bull? Thirty. Thirty dollars. That's ex you know I, I think, think that's just fine. I think that's a perfect price point, honestly. Thirty dollars for a well high quality bull is a perfect price point in my opinion as well. Uh, when it comes to an actual hookah stem, no, 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 you know, not full setup or anything like that. Just the stem. What is your average price that you'd like to pay? Two hundred. See, I could see paying two to two fifty. Um, I yeah. think, I think when you median, you could go higher yes. for the right thing, but yes. as a general rule of thumb. I like 200. Yeah, um, I... 250 if it's really something special. Yeah, that's when you come into the play of like like your actual like uh you know want of that thing or if you really like the way that it would go with your 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 uh, setup that you have. Things like that yeah. I think would go really well uh you know when it comes to the like smoke like when it was first priced at like $200 for just the stem like even that had me on the the cusp of getting it but i was so happy to be able to get it for cheaper obviously cheaper is always nice can't complain about that when it comes to a vase what is the top dollar you're willing to pay for a vase 
30 bucks. $30, okay. I think we're going to be a little different, because I think $50 is a fair price on a very nice vase. I think $50 is a fair price to pay. That's fair. I, I guess it would come down to, like, I've got a, my initiate isn't even in this room right now, but I have the Zahara, the Zahara boho base on it, which is like a fake boho, but it the way they do the designs and the etchings on it is the same quality that you can see in a boho. Mm -hmm. It's just not made of the same crystal compound they use on the uh, actual Checkmate bohos. Um, and that's like a $60 base, so I could see that. Then again, I didn't pay for that base. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to, like, buying a base, it comes down to aesthetic and there's some really i'm not into those really fancy like etched egyptian looking super fancy gold and black and silver mm -hmm. i really like a neon colored crazy spiral looks like it was made for fucking six-year-old kids <laughs> i think those are fun i think those look nice and those are like 20 dollars bases typically okay yeah so i like a little more modern look to it i don't know about the neon colors though those have never really got me going personally um bases. what about what, what about a hose what, what what do you think a top dollar for a hose is i think that's an interesting one it really depends. I'll spend $15 on the Thunder Dark V2 every day, but I'll also get caught spending like $30 on like the D-Hose um, 2.0, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like I can see spending $30, $35 on a hose. When you get to that $50 price point and you're picking up like the Aviator hoses, I don't think so. I don't think that's a really good way to spend your money. That's another important thing. If you don't spend your money on these high dollar things, you have more money to spend on something else that you may like even more, right? Like you get to save right. that money and, and put it somewhere else. Because you know where that uh, extra like $70 could go that you didn't spend on a boho when you spend on a $25 base? That could go to three two fifties of Tangiers. There you go. Which will exponentially improve your session. Which is going to be the next thing we're going to talk about, actually, is tobacco. Adrian, what is the most money you think is an average price that you'd be willing to pay for tobacco when it comes to it? Per two fifty, uh, I'd spend twenty five max per kilo. Uh, you wouldn't catch me spending a dollar over eighty bucks. I think that's a good way to look at it. Uh, Tangiers is going to be an interesting thing because as prices continue to escalate and go up and stuff like that, we are seeing $25 for Tangiers. I mean, what happens when 250 Tangiers is going to be $30 if that was to happen? What would happen then? You start to assess that Tangiers is really that good. Is it $30 worth of tobacco? There are some flavors, right, that I think that we love so much that we're willing to pay that extra price point for. Uh, guava, which I absolutely love, is always going to be on my shelf, and it's something that I probably will end up spending whatever I need to to be able to be able to smoke it uh, until it gets to that expensive, expensive price point. But uh, I think I think $30 is like that tipping point of 250 grams of tobacco for 30 Oh, my gosh, that just sounds scary. And that's the thing, right? Because this is a little skewed, and that's sometimes the problem of this podcast, is this is coming from the perspective of two people who review tobacco. We do get stuff, So yes. we'll spend money to get our hands on stuff that we probably wouldn't necessarily try to do if we weren't trying to do these reviews. Mm -hmm. um, so with Tangiers, if Tangiers was 30 bucks, and I really wanted to smoke Tangiers, I wouldn't be trying new Tangiers flavors. Yes. I've got like three or four Tangiers flavors that I really, really like. And if I was still going to smoke Tangiers, I would stop trying new stuff. Now, as a reviewer, if I hit the $30 price point, I wanted to review Tangiers, get good. You have to buy the $30 <laughs> Tangiers random flavor that just came out or whatever. Yeah. But um, as just a regular smoker, as soon as it hits that $30 price point, I'm Cane Mint, I'm K-Peach, I'm Foreplay, and I'm Mimone. 
Yeah, that's just the way it's gonna be. That'd be expensive once it hits that thirty dollars price point. Hopefully, it never does. Hopefully, it never does, and I'm just overshooting it by a large margin. Obviously, Tangiers will be in trouble if they have a three as the first number in their price point. Oh, that would be terrible. That'd be scary. Um, and then charcoal for the very last thing. What do you think is a maximum price for charcoal? Honestly, for uh, fifteen dollars for a, for a what's kilo, it? A kilo, yeah. 50, yeah, I think $50 is definitely the absolute most money that I'd want to spend. I think $10 is like that golden price point right there where you can and always I, be no happy. There's no budging room either. Like if it's yeah. $15.50, the answer is no. I like that. I like that. Um, this has been kind of a shorter episode, obviously. We appreciate you guys for sticking around. If you have any questions, drop them real quickly and we'll talk about them. Uh, but if we don't have anything else to say, Adrian, do you have anything else to say on this topic? No, thanks for coming in. I, I understand. I know I've been pretty low energy. I'm pretty exhausted, but uh, we're getting towards the end of this season. I don't think we have any more guests coming on. I don't think season. so. I don't think so. This is more of just cleaning up the season. We're kind of, I don't know about you. I'm a little bit relieved that we've gotten through the season without missing a day. Uh, fingers crossed. We've got two more episodes to go after this. Yeah. But we haven't missed a day. Um, it seems like people, you know, we've gotten some pretty good feedback. Um, at this point, I'd like to start opening it up to wherever you guys want to put this in. If anyone has anything they'd like to see from the podcast, anything that we haven't done yet, anything we're not implementing, we're doing some new stuff next season already. But um, if there's anything that you haven't seen us do that you really like to see, um, let us know because yeah, all, uh, all suggestions are appreciated. Yes, and we're a show that is driven by our, our people that watch us and enjoy the show, obviously. So we want to hear what your guys' thoughts are about it. We appreciate you guys watching us every week, week in and week out. And season two is going to come with a thunderstorm. I don't even know what that means, but it's going to come with a lot of fun stuff, obviously, uh, yeah. throughout it. Heads up, there's going to be a two-week break between seasons. Yes, there will be so a So there's 24 break. episode seasons, two seasons a year, and then in the, in the summer months, there's going to be a two-week break, and then in the holiday months, there's going to be a two-week break for anyone who's in this for the long game. Yes, to give our, our families and friends a little bit of time with us as well, basically. But uh, yeah, where can we find you on the internets if we're looking for you? Um, you can find me answering Paul's question on top 10 useless products. Um, that's really hard. So I'm going to tell you where you can find me first while I think about that. If you want to find me on the YouTube, you can find me at Pipe Dream Hookah. I feel like most of the people in this room already know that. You know what I do over there. Yes. And if you want to find me on Instagram or Twitter, you can find me at the underscore Pipe Dream. All lowercase because that's how you do it on those uh, social medias. And then on Facebook, you can find me at Adrian Hunter or the... Uh, the Pipe Dream Pipe Dream Hookah's Facebook account just launched. I'm planning yeah. to do some stuff on there. Um, for anyone who's interested, go check it out. Go into your little search bar on Facebook and search for Pipe Dream Hookah because I am considering doing double edits and posting videos on condensed, like three minute versions of my reviews. That'd be cool. With just the meat. So I think that would be something interesting. If anyone's interested, do let me know. Yes. And I then if you want to find me out in public, you got to come to Michigan. <laughs> yes one day well we'll fit, we'll see you in vegas actually so either vegas or michigan one or the other is where we can find you if you want to find me on the internet you can find me at matt dezen for the youtube stuff you can find me on facebook stalking all the different groups just matt dezen obviously you can find the am hookah podcast on twitter at am underscore hookah instagram am hookah podcast and on facebook am hookah we have a page and a group make sure you join both uh yes when it comes to useless products the only one that needs to be talked about is uh quick lights that's it this is the most useless Useless product known to man. Flip Bowl agreed. Silicon Bowl agreed to a certain extent. 
uh, other bowls, mod bowls, Chinese mod yeah, bowls, very no bad. Chinese knockoffs of real bowls that you only spend ten dollars less for, very bad. The amount of money you get for the extra ten dollars. What about cloud lotuses? Is just insane. What about Chinese cloud um, lotus? Chinese what? Cloud lotus. Um, yeah, you can fill up the rest of those. The Chinese knockoffs there you by go. like Alibaba or whatever company wants to rip off products at this point. Um, don't buy those. Yeah. Support the people who are trying to make these because this is a niche within a niche. It is super hot in my garage, so I'm going to say goodbye so that we can get out of here. Thank you guys so much for watching. We appreciate it. Drop a like down below. Let us know what you'd like to see in the future. And until next time, guys, keep on smoking.